Oh, good, you're up. I didn't want to wake you. You look so peaceful. I had a really great time last night. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we, you know, we got to have... Wait a minute, what did you just say? What did you call me? James? Are you fucking kidding me? My name is not James. It's John Remedios, you son of a bitch. And welcome to episode 12 of A Shot in the Dark, an audio journal documenting the development of my first independently produced video game, Shoot Shoot Mega Pack. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Welcome to the party. I hope you wiped your feet. Also, there are 11 other episodes you can listen to if you want. That's enough uncomfortable silence, though. Let's... How do they say? Never want to see each other ever again! It's me driving away unenthusiastically. I can't actually drive. Cue music! It is May 1st, 2015, and it's the first day of the Toronto Game Jam. It's the 10th year that Toe Jam has been around, which is the oldest game jam in North America, I believe, and I'm very excited. I'm going to be working with my friend Kara Stone, and I'm stoked about the thing we've got planned. My partner, Jenny, is on the organizing committee, so I'll get to see her over the weekend, and a bunch of my friends, and people who I like, but I'm not really friends with, but maybe this week we'll make it happen. Probably not, we're just going to be working on video games. They're all going to be there. It's gonna be a nice break. I'm looking forward to it. With that said, this is probably gonna be a shorter episode because I just want to go jam. Onwards! Last week feels like it was a lifetime ago. Like, the things I was working on feel like they've been in the game for so long that when I look back at last week to see what I spent my time working on, I was legitimately surprised. Here is a dramatic reenactment. Oh, here we go. Wait, that was last week? Huh. And scene. The reason for this is because I've been putting in some serious time and energy preparing for some deadlines. I'm going to talk about deadlines a bit more in a later episode, but for now, the only thing that's important to know is that there are three in very quick succession. The first of which is today, and I am not going to hit it. For the record, there is an option to provide a late submission for like $30 more, so it's not the end of the world. Not hitting the deadline is obviously not my preference. I would have loved to have submitted last night or today, but the game and all its supporting materials just didn't get to where they needed to be for this submission. Maybe that's just me placating myself, but I guess we'll never know. Let's pretend for a second that I am a truthful person with myself, and the game really isn't where it needs to be for the submission. The important questions are then what happened and why. The only way to appropriately answer that is to tell a little bit of a story. As I've mentioned before, a big part of SSMP is a collection of four games, all very similar. They look the same, and the way players interact is always identical, but each game has a different core mechanic that changes its dynamics. In other words, the meaning of player actions. So, for a long time now, I've had three games that I've been very happy with, and then a fourth game, a disgusting fourth game that just hasn't been up to snuff. The latest edition was a game called Swap. I think I talked about it just before GDC, which is when I prototyped it. Long story short, after letting it sit for a little while, the rules of this game just felt lazy. I think the game as a package was stronger without it, for a number of reasons that I won't get into, but ultimately, I think the addition of it caused way more problems than it solved. Cool, so that's where the game was at last Friday. So with a single week to go before my first deadline, I decided that it was a good idea to just scrap swap, prototype a new game, and submit that instead. In hindsight, 
terrible idea. I should have just cut the game and submitted the package of three along with the rest of the game that's built around it, but I guess I was experiencing some insane delusions of grandeur, thinking that I could prototype a game, playtest, and iterate on it as needed to bring it up to the standard of quality as the rest of the games, put together all the materials like a gameplay video and screenshots, and make sure the game runs well and is generally bug-free, all in a week. Holy jeez, that is super bold. I don't think I've ever had that much confidence in my entire life. There's a strong possibility that I hypnotized myself or was on some hard drugs. As we all know, by now, things didn't exactly go as planned. How shocking. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about this week. Planning, or more accurately, poor planning. Planning creative projects is weird simply based on the fact that ideas seem good until they're not. When you're working on something creative, the general loop goes something like this. Have an idea... Think about the idea. If there are no obvious problems, execute on the idea. Once the idea is implemented, evaluate the idea, and depending on what you see, either iterate on it, scrap it, or leave it as is. And then do this for every decision you have to make until the entire project is done. How the fuck are you supposed to plan for that? No, that's a serious question. If you know the answer to it, please let me know. This is why in games, prototyping is so important, so you can know if whether or not the idea has promise before you commit to it. But what do you do once you've already committed? I don't have any answers. If I did, this project would probably be a lot closer to being released than it is, but I think it's important to be aware of so you can navigate things like, I don't know, deadlines without trying to kill yourself in the process. Video games, specifically, inhabit kind of a weird space. For starters, there's an overlap with software development or computer science. This is tool and workflow dependent, and if you're not writing any code and just using a drag-and-drop editor or something, then this is less applicable, but... That is not the majority of games. Tools are getting better and more accessible for sure, but you still have to build systems and interactions that don't exist for yourself. The reason I find this relationship so strange is because it seems to me that good practices in game design and good practices in software development are somewhat conflicting. Good game design requires a lot of iteration, which software development is not particularly well suited for in certain scopes. Depending on what's being iterated on, how other systems and modules are impacted by whatever's being changed, and so on and so forth. Basically, it's easy to break things if you're not careful. Now, it's worth noting that I am not the best programmer in the world, and I think there's probably a level of skill that makes a developer and a designer complement each other really well in video games. I am just not at that skill level, and I also don't think the majority of developers are either. The other reason why game design and working on video games is kind of weird is because of its relationship to capital D design. There's this really great post by Frank Lance from the NYU Game Center on his blog Game Design Advance called Against Design. I highly recommend you read it if you are interested in that kind of stuff. He explains it better than I ever could, but essentially the blog post explores the friction between game design as it relates to the design discipline and game design as an artistic expressive process. This probably isn't unique to video games. I'm sure you can find a wealth of literature dealing with a similar issue in visual arts, film, etc. Regardless of how you feel about game design, though, and where it sits on that spectrum, either side just takes a long time, and it's hard to predict. I'm not really trying to say anything meaningful here, just attempting to frame the act of making things with a large number of unknowns in a certain way. That doesn't mean I think creative projects, including video games, can't be planned for. They have to be, to some extent, but... I think it's important to be aware that this sort of planning requires a certain degree of flexibility if the overall goal is to produce something of quality. Quality is a discussion all into itself, so I'm not going to get into that today, but basically if you're not trying to hit a certain level of quality, you can probably plan for it, because you just bypass all the steps of evaluation and iteration, which take up most of the time. 
Anyway, I think I'm going to leave it here for this week so I can go get my jam on. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, you can via Twitter at John Remedios or email john at ssmbgame.com. Don't be shy. I'm very approachable. You can follow the game on facebook.com forward slash ssmpgame, twitter.com forward slash ssmpgame, or ssmpgame.tumblr.com. There's also a website, ssmpgame.com. It has all of the social media links and a mailing list that you can sign up for. I'm getting really tired of saying ssmpgame.com. That's crazy. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or through the podcast service of your choice, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Thanks again, and I hope to see you again next week. Wink. I'm really struggling to turn these pages. Shit. <laughs> Alright, you have one job. Just flip a page, say a line. Damn it. <laughs>